What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast. If this is your first time with us, this is an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. And who am I? I am your host, Sam Valentine, a.k.a. One Broke Actress. Let's get some business out of the way, shall we? You guys, I have something super exciting to announce. We just had a brand new addition to the One Broke Actress world, and it's called The Call Sheet. That's right. Someone is finally learning what to do with an email sign-up sheet. So myself and a fellow actress, Jenna Mishno, got together and decided that there is a lot of websites that do news updates for you know, politics and for general pop culture and things like that. But no one's really doing it for industry stuff. And I don't know about you guys, but Deadline.com makes me want to put my head through a wall. I, it's really hard for me to read. I get distracted by all the ads and it's like, jump here for the full story. Jump here, jump this. And it makes me crazy. I just need like a very skimmed down version of that. So uh, Jenna is working with me every week. We put together a full email of little tidbits that we think you need to know. It's very slimmed down where something is casting, who's casting it, that kind of a thing. Right now we're just focusing on pilots for the next month or so. Um, so if you're interested in something like that, it comes once a week, a little email to your inbox called the call sheet that we are putting together with a little info just so you can be up to date on some topics. Um, if you go to onebrokeactress.com and click subscribe, there is a little page there that you can join up uh, to the One Broke Actress email list and that will automatically put you on the list for the call sheet. So you guys should get that because it's really good to know what's going on in the industry and sometimes just having little bits of information is helpful. So check it out and uh, yeah. Um, you should follow me at Sam Valentine on the gram. Uh, we try to keep it fresh and interesting over there. And also always on the website, onebrokeactress.com. <sighs> okay, I think that's all the paperwork I have for you today. Yeah, okay, I think so. Let's talk about the podcast. Back by popular demand, we have Sarah Mornell. Sarah was the top most listened to podcast from season one. She was episode one of season one. She is a general all around badass woman. She is currently coaching acting in Atlanta. She is an actress herself. She is, she's working it. Let's just start out with that. Sarah is one of the hardest working people I know. She not only is an acting coach, but as an actress herself, she's constantly auditioning, constantly learning new things. She's always updating. She's not like stuck in one system of what she does. She's always trying to bring fresh stuff to the people she works with and fresh knowledge. And she's always fighting for actors too. Um, she's big, big social activist and she's also fighting for actors' rights left and right. And we've always just really respected each other's work very well, so... I'm so excited to have her back on, and since her first podcast, she's been living in Atlanta for a while. A lot of actors have asked me about Atlanta and moving there and what I think and blah, 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 and I live in LA, so I don't really know that life. So Sarah actually came on, and we did an entire hour on Instagram Live, catching up and talking about the work in Atlanta and we decided that we'd make it a full podcast too. So it's going to feel a little different because we were uh, filming it at the same time. So it's actually completely unedited this time, which is perfect for Sarah. <laughs> Some of the things we go over, which I think you guys will really benefit from no matter where you live, are uh, the casting agents in Atlanta, what they're like agents and managers in Atlanta. Sarah also breaks down the best times to submit to agencies and managers, which I think is an ideal bit of information no matter where you live. She talks really in depth about what a local hire is and how you can be considered a local hire and the ways that they've gone about kind of cracking down on the people who say they're a local hire but aren't, which was really interesting. So because we did this as an Instagram live, there's also a full video available. If you want to watch us have this conversation, you can go to onebrokeactress.com and click on the podcast button at the top and it'll take you to the latest podcast episode where I will have posted the video along with a link to her first episode and a couple other fun things mixed in there for you. And also, 
uh, Sarah is going to be doing an Instagram takeover of my Instagram for next Friday. So that will be Friday the 16th. Sarah will be doing an Instagram takeover for myself. So make sure you follow me at Sam Valentine so you can watch and see what a day in her life in Atlanta and working with actors is like. I don't doubt that she will drop some massive knowledge bombs on us, even through a gift story. So get on board. All right, guys, that's all I have for you. Without further ado, please enjoy Sarah Mornell. Uh, okay, 520. We should get started. All right. Okay, so I'll just briefly, for you guys, this is the first time I'm doing this, so it's like oh, kind of funky. Too? Yeah. <laughs> So it's a little funky because we have a live and a podcast going at once. So yeah. um, it'll be a little off for both, but it'll be fun. So if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Sam Valentine. I If you don't know who she is, you should. Well, now you do because you follow me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I run the website One Broke Actress. It's also a podcast. It's about an honest account of real actor life plus some lessons learned in the process. I'm going to take off my noise-making bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do. And uh, to my left is a woman who has changed my entire outlook on acting via auditioning, via on set, um, and the way you live your life as an actor. And she is a working actress herself. Her credits span the horizons as well as a coach and the, can I call you a CEO of Mornell Studios? Yeah. Yeah. CEO and president. Baller. Boss, boss, baller. boss babe of Mornell Studios. Sure. This is Sarah Mornell. Hi, everyone. Hi. For people who just joined in. <laughs> this is so weird. I know. So today, if you guys missed uh, our first podcast, it's uh, season one, episode one of the One Broke Actress podcast, and it's on iTunes and SoundCloud, and it's also available at OneBrokeActress.com, and it was the most popular episode of season one. No. Yeah. So you were the most popular guest. So if you guys want to learn more about Sarah's method, the Mornell method, and like what she stands for, that would be a good place to start. So you can listen to that after this. Um, But today, we're going to be focusing on Sarah's new home of Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. So, you moved. I did. I'm sorry I have coffee <laughs> breath. I didn't realize I was going to be this close to no, you. No, it's okay. I have water breath. Water breath? <laughs> She's like, beautiful <laughs> and shiny and like, smells delicious. Marissa, you can creep around the background. People know you. People do. Why? You're popular. This is do you want to give away? This is the wonderful, amazing, incredible woman and phenom that is Marissa if Chanel. You, if, you've been, <laughs> if, you if you ever got an email from Mornell. Yeah, it's that's from that babe, a lady. Um, okay, so let me let me just say why I reached out to you uh, and to uh, and wanted to try and do something a talk about Atlanta is because pretty much every day I'm getting contacted on social media somehow, some way. And let me just be very clear: please stop fucking contacting me on social media. Am I allowed <laughs> to swear? I swore like a sailor in that first episode. No, by the yeah, way, no, no, whoa, you, it's very open. Whoa, this, that was a lot. Um, but please don't. <laughs> Don't contact me on social media. It's 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 insane how many actors feel like that boundary is okay to cross. It's actually not. I have a website. I have someone who works with me. Uh, you, you wouldn't be social media-ing your agents and managers and producers while you should follow them and educate yourselves to ask me if you should move to Atlanta via Twitter, private message, Instagram, <laughs> private message, Facebook, private message, LinkedIn. I mean, it, it, it's, it's pretty, pretty nuts. Um, and, but it is a, a really, um, I think, a relevant question, and I think it's something that's on a lot of actors' minds. So let me, let me start by saying why I moved to Atlanta, because that's been a question that I've been asked as well. And um, so I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes. So... For those of you who don't know me, I've been coaching and teaching for about 11 years. Um, And about four or five years ago, I really opened myself up uh, to a market that uh, I hadn't been working with, which was a working class, middle class um, actor, as opposed to the way that I had worked and the way I started coaching was referral only from agents and managers. So when I wrote my book, Even the Best Hookers Need Pimps, How to Be a Working Represented Actor in Hollywood. <laughs> I can't believe someone who writes that kind of book would cuss so much. I know, it's right? Shocking. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
I was I was exposed and I started writing for Backstage briefly. Um, a lot of actors who didn't have agents or didn't have managers or who weren't with CAA or William Morris started coming to me and taking classes. And uh, that's when I started doing the intensives and really working with actors to try and educate and empower them to the reality of what it takes to be a working actor. A few years ago, when the business drastically changed after the strike in 2007, everything sort of fell. And I, I, I won't get too lost in that rabbit hole right there. But what happened was a few years ago, I was looking around in my ongoing classes. Sam was in it. Marissa was in and out when she could. And uh, I felt the most important thing for me about being a coach is getting my actors on set and getting them working, not keeping them in class and taking their money. Um, that's my goal. And it felt like the auditions were drying up for any of my actors who didn't have first class representation or who weren't a 17 year old supermodel. And so for me as an actor, I know that I went through periods of my life where I didn't audition for two, three, four months and, and it felt hopeless. And then you get an audition and you feel like life is good and there's (laughs) hope again. And here I am teaching actors how to audition and how to book and how to work but they weren't auditioning and I didn't want to be a part of a system that creates lies for actors about how easy it is to work or how you just go from class and to set it, it just it it didn't sit right with me but what I did know is that actors in Atlanta were auditioning and there was a huge market for working um, as an actor, but there wasn't the training. And so I made a decision about a year and a half, two years ago, and four months later I packed up and moved to Atlanta. It was very quick. It was very quick. <sighs> yeah. And it was hard. I mean, there was no backup plan. There was no savings. There was no – I didn't have a web of people, like, waiting for me. I didn't have an agent in Atlanta. I did have uh, one here. Um, but I was going in to see if I could make a difference in the working for the for the working class actor. Um, and when I started a million years ago, I was only auditioning for leads. That was it. Crazy. I've never done a co-star, <laughs> and and that's just how I was signed out of school. But the way for an actor now is to build up your credits to start as a co-star and you, for a lot of shows now they're hiring co-stars which really are guest stars or recurring to jip us out of money but there is an art to getting a co-star i hate it when an actor says oh i booked it but it's just a co-star that there is no just about that that's insane that's an amazing feat because the competition is so fierce so I moved to Atlanta about a year and three months ago and opened up my studio, and it's going gangbusters. It's been a huge learning curve for me, not only as a coach, but also as an actor. And so I wanted to open up a discussion about really what it takes to to be an actor in Atlanta and should you move shouldn't you et cetera et cetera et cetera so do you do you have questions to start me or yeah so I'll just kind of lead you in and we can just kind of chat as we go but basically so for we're gonna use me as an example my boyfriend Mm -hmm. can relax (laughs) he's really like oh my god we're not moving to Atlanta um (laughs) so for someone like me who has a couple credits something like that what that what would that process look like of moving to Atlanta? Um, what would it be mm-hmm. via adjusting? Yeah, I'm just I'm just making your necklace look oh, straight. Thanks. Yeah, cool. I'm sure it was definitely bothering you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's detail oriented. <laughs> so so for someone like me, if I wanted to make that move an actor on my level, which is a lot of our audience, yeah. um, what would that process be like for me? For leaving agents I have here, finding new ones there. Is there a crossover? Is there, how do I, you know, establishing brand new casting relationships versus So let's start with, so let's start what small. would it take for you to work in Atlanta? Yes. Is that yeah. a good question? Okay. You, you have to be there. You, you do have to move there. I'm not telling you to move there. I know. But she kind of does. <laughs> um, it's, so a lot of actors are still trying to get signed out of Atlanta, but still live here. And I've had actors ask the studio to refer them, saying they're going to move to Atlanta. 
And um, you, you, let me just be very clear. You have to be in Atlanta, pretty much, period. There's like a small, tiny exception, but that's not you. So don't think that it is. Um, and I have the actors who have moved with me or after me are getting up to play and they're auditioning and they're auditioning a lot. Um, and that was, I think the most frustrating thing about class is if you came in and had a co-star audition once a week here in LA, in LA, that would have been awesome, but that wasn't happening. Oh my God. I would love to have a co-star audition once a week. Right. So (laughs) actors in Atlanta, if they, if they don't get like five to 10 auditions a month, they think something's wrong and it's slow. Yeah. Okay. So the reality is, and I don't want to say that this is the golden ticket because you do have to work just as hard and you have to be willing to sacrifice everything and you have to be willing to go to a market that is, um, it can be a little clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go into a little more the, detail about, about the agency. Yeah. Okay. So what you would need to do is pick up and relocate. And I do think it's worth it. Uh, the cost of living is less. You're going to make less money, but the cost of living is less. And one year, uh, I was able to buy a house and get a studio space, which as a coach here in LA and being a working, working class actor while doing Wicked City, having a uh, office at Hollywood Production Centers and having and renting a house, a full-on house in Studio City, I couldn't afford it. And it would have meant, for me, I would have had to open uh, studios with like teachers who were teaching under me, and that just wasn't my thing. But in one year, I was able to achieve in Atlanta what I could not do here. It's just a very different cost of living. Um, but all of the actors, all of the actors who have come are, have auditioned more in, let's say, three months than they had in three years. That's amazing. And that's kind of huge. And what's, what's also nice, because it's, it, to me it's a very small industry there, while I was working kind of under the radar here as a coach, within three months of me landing in Atlanta, I had become the top coach. Everybody knows who I am. And casting directors are seeing my name here, like Bialy Thomas, they see my name on your resume. It resonates and it holds weight. Um, it's just, it's just different because it's so much smaller. Now, so the bottom line is, if you're thinking about going to Atlanta, go, go, but don't expect to have a safety net. I think actors who we, I just have an actor who followed me there, got a place there, and kept his place here. Did not Airbnb his place out. He got opportunities at Atlanta, started booking, got a recurring on Nashville. Now he's doing Tyler Perry, and he just let go of his apartment here in L.A. Um, I think when it comes to taking a risk, like getting up and moving across country, mm-hmm. you cannot look for the safety net. And some actors are like, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to get repped or, you know, I want to try and get repped before I leave. No, no, no. Agents aren't meeting with you unless you're there. Because it's the same rule that applies to LA too. I mean, at least for that for the lower level working actors, like you have to be here right. to get a rep here. So it's the same thing. And I mean yeah, I think sense. I think the scariest part, and I could be speaking for myself and a lot of people here, is that a lot of us made the big move to LA. Sure. And it was like, oh, like so scary. And we did all the things and for me, like, I have jobs in place and stuff. Like, things are, like, kind of working here. But, things like, are really working. Things You're are doing <laughs> an amazing job. Thank amazing. you. Um, but for me, the idea of, like, someone who's been here, like, five or six years, they feel like they've just barely put down roots yeah. to go to Atlanta, I think that's – I'm speaking for you guys. I think that's the scary part of leaving, doing the one big move, and then it, doing another big move. Mm-hmm. So – yeah. Well, it just depends on how much you want to be working. Yeah. And I think, you know, my best friend, Nicole, came and uh, and she had been here, I think, six, seven years. And she's auditioning now. And she's not, she was not auditioning here. So I think that if you're worried about picking up and moving, I mean, look, your dude's here. 
You know what I mean? You, you do have a life yeah. here. You are building and creating something that's extraordinary and unique and you, and you're finding your footing and who you are. So would I say, Sam, yeah, move to Atlanta? Probably not. Um, I think that actors still want to cheat the system and to be here and to be there. And you, you just can't. And I'll talk a little bit about, you know, sort of how that's, um, and a little bit of a set infrastructure in Atlanta in terms of testing actors, mm -hmm. but they don't get they don't get the tax break and tax credit if you're not a local hire. Okay, so it, it's not. Is that going to bother? Um, a little. A little. Okay. Let me turn off the air conditioner. Let me just turn off the air conditioner. Pause. This Sam, is what happens when you get it live. Oh, wait, we got Marissa. Wait, wait, we got Marissa. Bam. Such a dick. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and. Little risk, little reward. Yeah. So if you think to yourself, okay, I I really want to start auditioning for co-stars and having opportunities, I think the main thing for actors is wanting to audition. And there, first of all, there's still a huge love affair with an L.A. actor. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're an L.A. actor. I don't even um, Never mind. <laughs> But, like, the training here and the work ethic here and the grind here, actors know that if they're not hustling 24-7, they're not going to make it. And that's been a little bit lacking in Atlanta. That's been a, a cold, mm. cold, hard reality of working with me in Atlanta. There's been a lot <laughs> of, like, I did not pack up my shit and move across country to lower my bar. Mm -hmm. We had those conversations for the first few months I was in Atlanta. Tough so. love. So much stuff love. <laughs> um, so if, you, if you're not auditioning and you do have a credit or two or you don't have credits, um, and if you're ethnic, um, that's a big draw in Atlanta. Um, but if you have credits and you are not auditioning and you want to start auditioning, go to Atlanta. Now, how long do you think it takes to establish the agent, the starting the relationships, the, to go out? Um, it takes, I would say, anywhere from a month to three months. Okay. That's not that long. And then probably a year, uh, depending on who. So, um, so, so let me just back up. Mm -hmm. A lot of my actors who were established in Atlanta and had been there a long time and had worked here and there, when they started working with me, like, because they had those relationships, um, they started booking. I mean, people who hadn't booked in six years started booking. Um, people who were doing co-stars were now becoming uh, recurring and series regs, which awesome. is amazing. Um, awesome. So anyone who casting really had a familiar relationship with, uh, it felt like they had a, a bit of, of an in. Um, but, like... Again, some of my actors who are newer there, who've been there about six months to eight months, they've gone in for the same office seven or eight times. Oh, that's in awesome. In six to eight months. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's amazing. It's crazy. Okay, so, so if someone is considering this, then they yeah. need to... Give it like a year. This can't be a, I'll pop over for a month in the no. summer kind of a thing. no. Okay. No, I think I think you you've got to get there. You've got to establish your roots. You've got to, um, you know, find a great agent. And you know, it's the same. It's the same as Los Angeles, where you don't want to get to Atlanta in the middle of pilot season. They are just as busy, if not more so. They're working harder for less. Every agent is now, really, truly. Um, but I would say you really want to go in May, okay, or June. Uh, people take off July. Holidays are like super big in Atlanta. Like, like they don't do any auditions on those big days. Not really, no. Oh, cool. Or like if it snows, you know, things just get canceled. <laughs> kind of like if it's it, Halloween. Kind of like when it rains here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But people, like people go in the rain to their audition. Like actors here will walk through the fucking snow, through the rain, through the sleet. They will get to their audition. Wait, they walk places? Okay, they Tell would me about walking. Uber or Lyft. <laughs> I'm if you had to walk, I don't know walking. If you had to walk to your audition, you had no choice, would you do it? Of 
course you would. Of course I would. Because you're a professional. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, like Valentine's Day, I, you know, I'm sure everything will just shut down, you know, <laughs> and people will just have dinners and, you know, I emailed my agent um, on, on Friday and I was like, listen, I need to, you to do this, 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 and this. And she's like, oh, I have a, a house filled with people and no internet. And I was just like, I'm sorry, what? Um, what? How is that even a possibility? Um, it's different because people are people there uh-huh. as right. opposed yeah. to just being business and the industry. It's like really kind of refreshing. It's amazing. Yeah. I kind of love it. So getting an agent then. Yeah. So we have Sam in another life moving to Atlanta in May. Single Sam, which single is Sam. not, <laughs> Sam is not single. Her, her, her dude, and I don't, I don't say the name, but he's, he's awesome. Oh, he's what we're talking about on the podcast all the time. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, in another life, obviously. I move to Atlanta in May, right? Okay. Um, they, let's say, getting a, like getting a job, getting a house, blah, right. blah, blah. August comes around. Do you start? Let's go back to May. You want May. You want to start submitting to agents right away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as pilot season ends in April, uh, everyone starts looking at cleaning house. And in May 1st, you should have a phenomenal package. Okay. Actors access. um, and, And to be totally brutally honest here, my team set up all of my stuff materials and stuff but you should have a great reel you should I definitely know actors access because I didn't know about that mm-hmm. uh, IMDB a great reel uh, a phenomenal headshot everything that that should be here uh, needs to be there and do you think it's a better idea yeah to get all those things done in LA before yeah. you leave or yeah. do you think it's better to wait for like a slightly cheaper price in Atlanta and get it done there I think it's a personal choice okay I don't think it really matters okay. um uh, there's some some terrific headshot photographers and um, great people who do demo reels. Like Atlanta is popping. It is insane how much work and how much stuff is going on there. Um, and they embrace it. Uh, I was I was driving downtown the other day and there was like a sign. Did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. There was a little sign. They were shooting like Mar- some Marvel huge movie or something, whatever Robert Downey Jr. is. And, and, <laughs> and there was like signs saying, please notice that these are actors. They're not really truly injured. The blood that you see on them is fake. It was like a big crash scene. Oh, because people would. Oh, and then they know. had like a popcorn machine. So people could like stand and watch and the watch filming. the filming. Yeah, what? yeah, it was it was awesome. I kind of wanted to stop and do it just for the hell of it, but I didn't because I didn't have time. But um, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that embracing yeah. of like the they, show. They, of it. Or you say you're an actor, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, really?" You know, they get really excited. I get recognized there, which is bizarre. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's a real enthusiasm and appreciation for the industry. So I would say <clears throat> if you have a great, if, if you're thinking about moving to Atlanta and you're like, cool, I heard Sarah say May, I'm going to give that my goal. You better work for the next three months to make sure all of your materials are phenomenal, world-class, a hundred percent together, know who you are, know how you market yourself. They, they are much more a co-star market. And that comes from one of the casting directors that I've met with. And she's like, Atlanta needs to know that that's like a huge niche that they can actually really hone in on and and thrive on. And I think actors somehow poo-poo the co-star when many co-stars, if you start watching them on on shows right now you see them in episode in season two and season three they continue and start turning into series regulars i mean Mm -hmm. that's kind of like your way in now you're not going to necessarily go in for the you're not going to go in for a lead in a show no but you might go in as the assistant and for the first episode it's a co-star but there's the possibility it's recurring this the issue is some of some of the the many a lot (laughs) A lot of the talent, not all, and there are some phenomenal actors in Atlanta, and I really do um, love coaching and teaching there, Um, but there has been some issues with talent getting on set, 
And because of the self-tape situation, actors will tape 30 or 40, 50 takes for a co-star, get on set, and not realize they can only do it in one or two takes, and they're getting mm. fired. Oh, or they're getting cut out. Um, so the so that's bar just like a lower. knowledge base mm-hmm. learning curve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, trying to fix that as quickly as I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... It's just a, there's there's really only about twelve casting directors there. That was my next question. Let's talk about the casting. Mm-hmm. There's like twelve. Mm-hmm. There may be like fourteen or fifteen now. Okay. Now that you know. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. So. The I've had a general meeting with one of the casting directors, um, and he casts like six shows. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So then they have a lot of casting associates. Then, if one casting office is doing six shows, uh, I would think so. Seems like a lot. Not really. No. No. I, they. I mean, yes, he had a couple associates, but the roles that they're casting are smaller. But the volume is insane. And I mean, there's, there's a, it, it's, it's, it's kind of still the wild, wild Southeast. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not claiming to be an expert. I've only been there a year and two months. I am definitely, or three months. I'm not an expert, but. Well, that's what I want is the new perspective though, because yeah. that's what a lot of people listening are thinking about doing. Right. It's a smaller market. And, and I think that if you're really, really great and you are sh- are turning in solid tapes and great self-tapes, um, I can just speak for, for my actors and what I've seen at my studio in the past year, which is people who hadn't booked were book- are booking, just with some real solid training and knowledge. And we're seeing we're – seeing, one of my actors told me the other day he was at an audition and the casting director saw my name on his resume and she screamed. She was so excited. Um, so that's cool. God, that's awesome. Um, but people are feeling a, a really huge difference. You got a lot of hearts on that. I did? It's like a thing. Don't. Hi, Sarah J. <laughs> I know you can't, you can't I turn I shouldn't my, tell you that. Right? I'll be like, wait, who's, who's here? Hi, guys. <laughs> hey. Um, it, it's, and again, with, and I think I can say Nicole's name, um, I've seen her get called back by the same office over six, seven times at this point within like five or six months. And, and that's huge. Yeah. I think it's huge. And I haven't, I have not yet had an actor and I've probably had 10 or 15 actors move there after me or following me there. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe more. Not one person has regretted it or they're just too afraid to tell me. (laughs) Anyone out there regretted it? Um, but no, I mean, you know, the the couple of my actors who work at chain restaurants out here, they get a job at a chain restaurant there, and um, they're not making as much. But again, the cost of living is drastically different. Do you feel like it equalizes pretty well between the, I do, yeah. what you make and what you yeah. spend? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's always a big concern. Oh, yeah. But look, we're actors. We're always going to be broke. Yeah. Tell me about it. Roll credits. <laughs> One broke actress. No, it's true though. I mean, that's just that's just part of the reality of being an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no job security. That's why it's mm-hmm. so important to do you know your own stuff and have things outside of it, like what you're doing. You know, that's going to eventually bring you income. Yeah, and it will. Um, but yeah, I think it does level out. So, that's a little bit about the casting world. Is it a lot of self tapes? Yeah. It's about 95% self-tape. Wow. Um, now, I have talked to some casting directors, and they really want to, well, I'd say about 90%, but they really want to shift it um, and start having more in-room, uh, which is great, as it yeah. should be. Do they do a lot of generals? None. Look, I... Nobody in LA does generals anymore, either. No, not really. Um, when I started out, it was a big thing. And if you have a really good agent, yes. But... The crazy thing is my agent in Atlanta was trying to get me generals and it took an agent here to get me into the room. Hmm. Um, again, there's a lot of like that this LA, LA, LA. Yeah, the LA holds a lot of weight. Um, uh, 
So because they're just too busy. And I'm someone who my agent when I signed in, in Atlanta was like, you're in the top 1% here. Uh, no one no one has moved to Atlanta with my credits. People leave Atlanta and right. come here. But for what I did, she's like, you're, I'm, st- I'm still ahead of the market. Um, but one of my old actors, a, f- a friend and a student, she's, she's got some amazing credits. And I think she's moving. So I think, and that I think is going to elevate Atlanta, um, even though some Atlanta actors are like, oh, I don't want the L.A. people coming. Like, it, we should all have much more of a feeling of community and abundance and empowerment instead of fear, doubt, and insecurity. Um, so I think the more people who come to Atlanta, we're going to see, there's a, there, when I got there, like, I'm not kidding. I'm getting massage, massage by this guy. And he's like talking about how he's really like a TV personality slash trainer slash actor slash reality star. I think I know him. (laughs) Slash masseuse. (laughs) I think we all know him. Um, and me being an asshole, you know, face down, I'm like, well, I'm actually coach. Um, and I said, if you give Anna who is, works with me a massage, I'll coach you on your audition for this agency. And he was horrible. I mean, like, bad. Was he like, a good masseuse? Yeah. Okay, small victories. Yeah, but the second I saw how bad he was as an actor, and then he, that, that was like, I was never going to get a massage back <laughs> again. And so an agent that I know signed him and was yeah. telling me about this guy that she signed who's like really handsome with dreads and very attractive. And I asked his name... And she told me, I'm like, yeah, that guy was massaging me. I actually worked with him on audition. I gave him line readings, you guys. I don't give line readings. This was so bad, so bad that, like, I emailed the agent and was like, I don't think you should sign this person. But that, because the market blew up so fast in Atlanta, everybody became an actor. Uh, Okay. So the mentality is like, oh, it's easy. I can be an actor. I can be an actor. Oh, you're an actor? I should be an actor. It's like a, oh, you're like, an actor? A, like a side hustle almost. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really encouraging agents in Atlanta uh, to start cutting their rosters and getting really picky about the talent that they're taking on. The thing is the most most actors in LA, their their materials are phenomenal compared to what they're getting. Like when I got there a year and a half ago, people didn't get they didn't do reels. They said, "No, no, no, we don't do reels." Unless um, you've already worked. I'm like, well, then how do they know how you're going to act in a scene or be on in front of camera? You have to have a reel. You have to have a demo reel. Shoot something. Show yourself tapes. Some type of reel. And now now we're doing that. I'm like we're spacing a little. How do you not have a reel? No, it just wasn't a thing. Okay. So it's been like, mm, come on, market. Come on. And the market is, again, it's exploding. And the opportunities are there. I'm going to have a chance to do two lines in a Marvel movie that I would never get here. Sick. So would you. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I think that, I think that we just want to audition. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, then you're auditioning like crazy, you know, just like, I just want a book mm-hmm. or I just want to get a callback. And then you get the callbacks and then you're like, I just want a book. That's just, that's just part of our careers. That's that all just, starts that's just happening. The fight. But without the opportunity, without getting in the room or without getting the self-tapes appointments, it's hopeless. It feels hopeless. Yeah. And for those of you who are out there and you're auditioning once every three to five months, once every three to five months, which is happening, mm-hmm. um, you know that. Yeah. Every audition then you go in on becomes so precious and Ugh. so heightened. And then you're just like, well, I should just be in class. I should just be in class. And then you're, you're in the whole cycle of like it paused due to poor connection. Oh, We're no, reconnecting, guys. There you go. Hi, Anna. There it is. Anna, are you <laughs> laughing at me? I'm not supposed to be looking at you. I was about the masseuse. You're good. Oh, the masseuse? Okay. (laughs) Remember him, Anna? That was fun. She helped me. She helped me. But it was good massage. Um, (laughs) Lost it. Um, So so the market is catching up. People, you know, you have to have your shit There was a massive amount of signing people, signing people, signing, you know, the construction worker, Mm. you know, because he was all of a sudden an actor. 
What's the commercial world like that? Is they is that happening out there? Yes and no. Okay. I'm I'm not very savvy in the commercial world. Okay. I think if Marissa popped her head in at some point, um, she would she would say it's definitely not even close to what it is here in LA. Um, and I, I, Marissa, I don't want to speak for you, but would you say that's accurate? Okay. Okay. Um, so TBD. We'll yeah, I, I think that there is commercial work. Um, there's a lot more non-union. That is my next question. Yeah. How much of the work that is being done out there is union versus non-union? Because in mm. L.A. we know non-union is pretty prominent still. Is it it's, in, well, commercial? in commercials? for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously film and television, the big stuff. Yeah, one of my union. actresses who's non still non-union, she goes out a lot more than my actor who is union. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think that's a problem here in L.A. too. Yeah, it is. Huge. But their majority of their stuff. If we're talking TV and film, yeah. the majority is, is union. Okay. Yeah. How's the union out there? Do they have an office? <laughs> Not talk about it. No comment. <laughs> no comment. I did a typical Mornell. Um, and uh, I went to a meeting when I first got there at the union. I'm mm-hmm. just going to tell the story. And uh, I was very excited because it was the theme of the meeting was where are we now and how do we get to where we want to go? That's like your favorite topic. Right? (laughs) Like how do we elevate the market and help people in Atlanta really grow? And it was an agency panel. Sounds Sounds good, right? Then they opened it up to non-union members and then they said anyone could bring a picture and resume and put it in a box, and they had boxes of all the agents who showed up. And the union was very excited because 1,100 people showed up to this church. It's like an open casting call for agencies. Well, I, my point was this. When the union attacked me, because I wrote them a very lovely email after this meeting, um, <laughs> and called them out, and was like, you wasted my time as a union member. Um, because it was really agents talking about how to submit. And the agents felt uh. thrown under the bus a little bit. Um, and they're touting that 1,100 actors showed up. Uh, okay, well, here's the thing. If I showed up on a street corner and I said I have two agents who are going to be there, I could easily have 1,100 people show up with their headshot and resume. So what the fuck are you talking about? Um, so the union and I have, um, have, uh, come to blows, Mm -hmm. um, because, uh, they did choose to go to an agent and, and say what a horrible person I am. Oh. Uh, and sucks. so I just made a decision. Because I went to the union when I got there. And I was like, hey, I want to teach. I'm here. I was like, I'm here. I'm amazing. I can change people's lives. Um, a huge self-confidence issue here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what the industry does to insecure people. You either, or you like rise up. And mm-hmm. I chose to rise up. Um, But one of the other reasons why I left L.A. is all the stuff that started coming out, um, I've lived through. And I mean really lived through. And that is a huge part of why I do what I do is to keep any actor from having to live through or go through a lot of the shit that I've had to to deal with as a young actress. Um, And not seeing that it's changing, I I know that I want to change it and I can do that in Atlanta. Um, But... But... The union there is pretty set in what they've been doing. Now, I think I struggle with this as a a SAG member. Um, I want to fight for my union. I want to believe in my union. Uh, SAG has been there when I've, you know, had worries about my safety on set uh, or doing a nude scene. I've had a union rep there, and they've been amazing. Um, I have a rep coming on the podcast too. Oh, nice. Yeah. One of the reps who goes to like visits and stuff like that. So you would go to, yeah. Um, and I think that there's a lot that they do provide and they do offer. Um, but me coming into Atlanta and saying, I don't like what you're doing here was not met with open arms. Mm, okay. And so what I chose to do is, uh, back away from sort of that drama, um, and and 
choose to focus on what I can change, which is the training and my actors booking and me continuing one-on-one conversations with agents and with reps and with casting in Atlanta about what I see for the market and how I can be most helpful and utilized okay. in, a, in a more positive way. And it didn't, it didn't feel like my union was open to hearing my ideas mm. or thoughts. Got it. Or feelings. Wah, 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 wah. That's all right. That's okay. Well, okay, so we covered... I am a little abrasive sometimes. Yeah, huh? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <Mitch>. Come again? <laughs> um, okay, so we covered casting. We talked a little bit about agents. If people want to submit to agencies there, is it similar to submitting in L.A.? Um, like, How do you submit in L.A.? Well... Also a good question, but I, for, for myself, I've always gone through connections. Yeah. Um, so is it similar to that? Do they take, you know, emailed and stuff there? Like, what's the... Um, some agents still do hard copy submissions. Oh, cool. That's why I, I like it should, like, be so, framed in a museum. Um, <laughs> I have old CDs of my... Sure. Old, my old DVDs of my... Re, uh, my your reel? reel? Yeah, send in like a DVD of your reel. 2010. <laughs> And some, and, and, and a lot of them do it online. And I believe, and please don't quote me on this, but I, I think that some agents now are saying we're not accepting new submissions. Um, so it's beginning to be referral. Referrals are definitely, uh, advised. I would, I would definitely suggest referrals, but again, if you have a phenomenal package, if you have some credits and you have a great reel, they are looking, they are actively looking Right now, it's pilot season. No one is looking. Any agent that says that they are looking for new talent right now is out to take your money. And that's true across the cities. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'm talking about everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. If they are worth their weight, if they are a great legitimate agency and they are doing any kind of workshop or showcase or saying that they're accepting submissions, they're fucking out for something. And do you feel like um, that's not true, legit. like, February to May? February through May, yeah. Okay. So people are focused on the talent that they have um, and getting them booked and getting them out for auditions um, through pilot season. And Atlanta, I've only been there one pilot season. It seemed to um, last a little bit longer. Now here in L.A., look, let me just be very clear about pilot season in L.A. Pilot in season. L.A., Okay, I've been saying this for years. Pilot season doesn't exist for the working class actor. It really doesn't. And and there's a lot of marketing and classes and prep for pilot season. And um, I stopped doing that last year because I'm like, it's, I, I know who's auditioning. And those are my actors who are series regulars. And those are my actors who are rep by CAA and William, William Morris. But... Atlanta, they're coming to Atlanta and casting the smaller roles. And so it was much busier through April. Okay. And then everybody is looking at their roster and going, who didn't go out, who didn't book, who didn't, who didn't even get, uh, after submitting them a hundred times, who didn't even get a call, um, and clearing, clearing and getting rid of some of the, the actors in their stable and looking for new talent. So I truly believe there's only a few times that anyone should submit to an agency. And that's May, June. August, September, October. Cool. November, December, no. January, no. In, unless, again, it's a referral and you, you have a really strong package. And I did have an agent in Atlanta reach out um, a few weeks ago and just say, hey, I'm looking. Uh, and, and do you have a few people? And I'll always send a couple people over. So if people want actionable items right now who are considering the move yeah. or who are already in Atlanta or who are in L.A., if you are a working class actor and you want actionable items, you should be working on your reel, making yes. sure your headshots are in order, yes. making sure, like, have everything in order as though something is about to change. Yeah. But just ease in the curve and know that that and might then, not be happening. And then, now some agents do ask when you're submitting for a local address... Um, okay, local hire. A local address. But, but if you know exactly where you're moving or you know you're moving and you're really doing it, um, is there anything better than Sarah's honesty? (laughs) 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 Mm, I think, oh, Marissa saw that. Um, thank you. I'm like turning red right now. (laughs) Um, it takes, it takes a couple weeks. Every, it's the Southeast guys. Everything's slower. Like, I'll go to a lunch, right, or like a dinner, 
and will book me out for an hour to like go and meet with an agent, have it. And I'm like, but, but, but. no, it's like two hours. It's like t- everything is slower. I bet the food's really good too. <laughs> have you not seen how much weight I've gained? <laughs> I told you I live next to a little hot biscuit. <laughs> That's all they do are little hot biscuits. Um, but <laughs> you no can't so, eat biscuits. No, God, no. <laughs> I want a biscuit. Oh, they're so good. Ugh. Okay, okay, okay. I'm refocusing. Um, But (laughs) let's say, hypothetically, you, Sam, are like, I'm going to go in May, and Mm -hmm. you've got all your materials ready, and you have a friend that you're going to go and stay with while you look for an apartment, and you're you're making the move. Your shit is in your car. Don't fly there and test it out and hope that you can get signed and then start flying back and forth. Again, that's like 0.01% of the actors who can really do that. And I won't refer anyone now who says that they're going to move, and then they're, like, back and forth. Yeah, it's, like, one foot in the door. Yeah, and it, and it makes me look bad. Um, so some agents will accept submissions, and they'll say, love to meet with you, let me know when you're here. But what I would suggest is if you're getting on the road, submit. It's going to take a week or two, sometimes three, sometimes, for an agent to get back to you. Um, this is in May, by the way. Yeah, this is in May. <laughs> Not right now. But do it. Um, or, you know, several of my actors did wait. And another thing that, a mistake that one of my actors made is, you know, we get so, con- uh, actors here get so conditioned to being told no and not being a hot commodity, you know, that when they get to Atlanta, the first person who says, I want to sign you, and they don't really take meetings either. Not, like half of them will meet with you, half of them don't. They just have a phone conversation. They're like, we like your look, you fit what we need and what we're looking for. Let's get started. Wow. Um, some agents like Houghton, they want to be the last agency that you meet always. So it's like very particular in, in you know, you, you just ask around, ask your friends, ask, um, do your research. And then when you do submit, submit to five to 10 agencies and don't just go with the very first one that says, I want to sign you, you know, that's very different than LA. Very. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so different. Ooh, it's been a huge culture shock. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so that's the submission process. Um, what else do we want to talk about? The local hires, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know how this works. And I auditioned. Great, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, the thing is, no one does, really. Or if someone does out there, please let me know. Um, I auditioned for a show, I got off the flight. Haven't had an audition in two or three months, and of course I get an audition for a possible series reg. When you got here? Yeah. Oh, duh, because you right. left. Right, because I left. <laughs> um, so I got the audition from Atlanta to put myself on tape. I happen to know the casting office really, really well. Um, so I asked to go into the room, because they give great notes. And if I really love a role, I'm going to fight really, really hard for it. Um, I'm not going to get into all of that, and I did sign NDA, but in the room... They said, so you would move to blankety blank? Not Atlanta. It doesn't shoot in Atlanta. I was like, uh, yeah. But how would I be a local hire? Like, why is that coming out of an Atlanta casting office for a show that's not shooting? They're like, we don't know. They didn't know. The casting office who cast the series regulars on that show don't know why I would be getting... I would be getting the call from a local Atlanta casting director. And there's some shady stuff, a little bit, Uh where I've auditioned for something in Atlanta and it says guest star, and it comes out in L.A. as a series reg. That sucks. So, yeah, so I'm really, we're trying to keep our eye on that. Um, Last year I got my Atlanta agent a lot of scripts and just said, so you can do the research, so you can see if it's a series reg, you know? (laughs) Only you. Be like, let me get you, get (laughs) my agent's scripts. (laughs) We got to crack down on this. It's true, though. I hate, I hate how many of us are getting taken advantage of. Fucking hate it. It's worse. Um, It's terrible. But until we as a community start, like, really fighting and saying no and being willing to say no and knowing our worth, um, I, I think it's going to continue. Yeah. So, you know, I'd like, I'd like to help Atlanta get known for having trained, reliable co-stars and series regs. Um, my agent, when I signed with her, started tracking 
the amount of auditions uh, that were happening for co-star, recurring co-star, guest star, series regs. And within, I think, the six to eight months that she was doing it, it almost doubled. Wow. So she's, she's feeling super excited about the market and the fact that they are now looking and, and, and not being shystery about a, a co-star being actually a series reg, but they're actually looking for series regs and, and casting out of Atlanta, which is wonderful. Yeah. But not that many. Like, but for someone- like seven roles in three months were series regular. But that's still a lot. That's pretty good. <laughs> Female. That's there was like 22 male. Yeah. So we're there getting there. That's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. Woof. So for someone to be considered a local hire then, because I know a yeah. lot of people who live in LA yeah. who have Atlanta local hire yeah. on their goddamn resume. Sure. And I want to know if it's legit. Okay, so that's a really good point. So something that happened this past year is one of my actors uh, got a callback for a feature. Um in Atlanta. In Atlanta. And is an Atlanta local hire. Okay. For the callback, they just wanted him to go into the casting office and redo his slate. They gave him two hours to do that in. I think that that was them making sure that he was local talent. Oh. And I don't see that trend going away. So we as a community of actors, and I am talking to you guys out there, stop trying to think that you can get one over on people. I know that L.A. is the epicenter. And if you really want to be in L.A., stay here and keep fighting. If you want to be auditioning and you aren't, then go to Atlanta and give it a shot for a year or two. Because if your hustle is really there, you're going to work. And it might take two years, but what's going to take two years there is going to take 10 years here. That's my opinion. And look, what does Steve Martin say? Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. It's just my opinion. It's just my point of view. I think actors have to make up their own minds and really figure out what's best for them. But for me, I'm a much happier person. Yeah. And when I see my actors getting appointments and auditioning... Uh, every week, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, I can't even tell you how many roles we've booked since we've been there. It's, it's, in, it's I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. But I'm also, you know, I, I'm bringing like, you know, we have, we have my actors who are shooting there and then I, I would have these parties and like, it was awesome because we'd have like people who were just sort of up and coming and there was no yeah. weirdness. It's not the Hollywood, like me, everyone there just, it, I don't know. It's like actors when they go there and they shoot there, they're kind of like on vacation. It sounds really fun. Yeah. It's super fun. And I just want a hot biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to forget about the little hot biscuit. Uh, I'll send you some. They won't be the same. <laughs> Okay, so don't put it on your resume if you don't live there, guys. Yeah, just don't. Don't cheat it. Don't lie. Um, get there because the, the only people that you're really screwing over and you're burning bridges with are casting and agents and yourself. So, you know. Which are very, those three those things. Kind of casting, like, agent, self. Yeah, who else would matter? Top the three. devil? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I. I thought that I could sort of futz with it and refer some actors from here. Um, but agents have been very clear with me. If they're not here, we can't rep them. Got it. Um, and I did have an agent um, when I first went there and met with agents, which was really interesting. I mean, I haven't met with agents since I was like 20. Oh, my God. Um, it's 100 years ago. Which for is those like two years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was back in the day. Um, <laughs> but she, the one of the first agents, there's, there's really only, um, there's sort of four top agencies, AMT, Houghton, People's Store, and uh, Jay Purvis. And so I met with uh, all of, uh, three of them. And one of them had said to me, well, we don't sign actors who have LA agents. So are you willing to leave your L.A. agent? I'm like, I've had my L.A. agent since I was 20. Like, why would I leave them? She's like, well, we just wouldn't want to work with them. And we just have too many actors who, like, book. And then they're not sure, like, where the commission should go. And, you know, we've gotten burned. I'm like, 
yeah, but how many actors have you met that have been with their agent for 20 years? Um, that's loyalty. That means that I'm probably like not an asshole, but you know, whatever. I mean, I guess it's who you talk to really, but, um, (laughs) um, and then two weeks later, that same agency signed an actor who has an LA agent. So the lines are a little fuzzy. Okay. Lines are a little blurry. Um, maybe it's just cause she kept me waiting for like 40 minutes. So I was definitely. You came in hot, didn't you? I, I, I would use the C word. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't like being kept waiting and I have bigger credits than anyone on a roster. So, you know, there's that self-confidence again, but yeah. you know, you earn your stripes and, and I've earned certain rights in this industry and I know them. Um, and I also don't want anyone to ever waste my time because if someone keeps me waiting for 40 minutes, that means that I'm keeping an actor waiting for 40 minutes and I don't do that. I do keep you guys waiting for like five or 10 minutes. I'm consistently five or 10 minutes late working on it, working on it. <laughs> She's still on Progress, LA time, guys. <laughs> what? She's still on LA time. Yeah. For, yeah, totally. <laughs> Which is about the totally. same. Um, okay. I think we covered everything. That was, mm. a, Yeah. Do you guys have any questions? Do you guys have any questions? Does anyone want to ask a question? Now I'm actually going to look. What? Yeah. Now we're looking to see. No one has any questions. How long have we been live? Uh, Almost an hour. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy. Well, if you guys don't have any questions, we'll call it a day. Yeah. I love you, too, Anna. (laughs) I love you, Anna. I'm trying to think if there's there's anything else. Okay, let's, before I forget, if people want to know more about Mornell Studios, about you, about what you're doing. Go to mornellstudios.com. Perfect. Follow me on Instagram at sarahmornell.com. But don't message her there. Don't message me. Please (laughs) stop messaging me, guys. Please. Tell Um, you what. Message me. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, But... Yeah, go to Mornell Studios, follow me on Instagram, um, and while I have this audience, I'm just going to say this, I do not allow audits in my class, ever, ever. So you can also stop, you know, emailing and asking to audit. I don't allow that. I had really bad experiences in LA a million years ago with there being more auditors and there were class. My classes, you have to take the intensive first. And then once you are in, do the intensive, you are invited into class. I keep them very small, and we go into we now go do three month cycles. So I have uh, learn, which is learning the Mornell method, practice, which is practicing, and then my master class. And in order to get into that class, you have to take the audition intensive first, which is weekends. That's all on my website. Follow us um, and and, and keep your eyes over. out. And it's all over. It's she all just over. finished one in LA. Yeah, you're going to New York. I will be in New York in April. Um, Yeah. And Atlanta intensives now have wait lists a few months out, which is incredible. Because four years ago, I flew myself to Atlanta and one person signed up. Sarah. I'm not going to say her last name because that would be throwing her. But yeah, she signed up and I gave three spots away. And then like a year later, I flew myself there again. And like, I think I had like four people sign up. Um, so now four years later, uh, it's taken off, which is great because it's, it is a really effective, um, awesome course that I love teaching. Um, but that's just a little bit about our studio. Um, Marissa just put it up there, which is, uh, we just changed over from Sarah Mornell to Mornell Studios, which is cool. so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for what's to come. I know there's so many good stuff. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good, guys. Um, Okay, well, that's, I think, going to wrap us up. Um, Neighborhoods real quick. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. If you're curious, um, I I suggest anywhere like Little Five Points, Inman Park. A little bit farther out is Buckhead, um, Vinings. I'm talking about like a little more safe neighborhoods. I live in in a in a neighborhood that's being gentrified, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. My neighbor Fletcher has been there for 65 years. <laughs> he called me three times while I was here, wondering what guests I had at the house. Oh, that's really cute. His built-in security system. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, and and we have a few actors who live sort of closer to what's called the perimeter, which is outside of Atlanta. Actor, I mean, everyone in Atlanta talks about the traffic. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. We, we're used to L.A., yeah. you know what I mean? So there is traffic, yeah, but we're all used to that. Midtown is great. West Midtown is awesome. Um, but 
what I would say is, again, if, if you guys want to be auditioning, get your asses to Atlanta. Awesome. How was that for finishing? Hey, I know. And the Do video just ended. It? Is um, it on? Yeah. 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 Well, we're here. We're at the podcast. We can end. <laughs> Let's just the keep live talking video to the microphone. I know. It's so fun. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. So that, that, that wraps us up then. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys, this full thing is obviously available as the podcast and we're also going to put it up with show notes at onebrokeactress.com and um, we'll attach the video too. I love onebrokeactress.com and for actors out there who haven't heard your other podcasts, what Sam is doing in terms of really getting some amazing industry professionals to talk directly about the industry. You know, this is something that started happening when I started coaching as people lifted that curtain with me one-on-one and you're offering that to actors. So you guys, for for anyone who's listening out there, don't just listen to this one. Listen to all of them. Agents, actors, managers. Um, you just did one on taxes, mm-hmm. which I can't wait to hear. Um, I know my actors in Atlanta have, have passed along how grateful they are. So oh, thank you for doing amazing. all this. I think it's awesome. Share it with your friends. Yeah. Review it. <laughs> yeah, get on, get on social media and stuff. post this. It means the world to me because it's just a one-man band. It's just me and my kitchen or someone else's kitchen most of the time. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> in someone's house. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And get I to work. Get to work. I'll talk to you in a bit. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Do you feel like you know everything about Atlanta now? Boy, I sure do. <laughs> I think deep down Sarah would really love if I moved there. Listen, I'm not saying it's not completely out of the question. Just glancing at my boyfriend to see if he heard that sentence. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, first of all, please rate and review it, please. Second of all, share it with your friends. And third of all, you should go to onebrokeactress.com and go to the podcast page where you can find all sorts of extras for this episode, including a link to Sarah's first episode for the podcast if you want even more good stuff from her. Make sure you are following me at Sam Valentine on the gram so you can see Sarah's Instagram takeover on Friday. And don't forget to subscribe at onebrokeactress.com so you can get the call sheet, our brand new industry update email to your inbox once a week. I promise I won't spam you guys. To be honest, I just don't have time to do that either. It's like going to be once a week max. (laughs) That's like the best I got for now. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, sharing, liking, rating, reviewing, all the good stuff. Thank you, as always, to Maggie Zabo for our theme song, and I will see you next week.